with an all-new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. Hopefully, you've all had a great Thanksgiving, ate, drank enough, had a great time, stayed out of trouble, uh, survived the unofficial kickoff to the holiday season with Thanksgiving now in the books as we embark on the Christmas season and all the stress and crap that goes along with that. <laughs> but um, we will be getting you guys prepared for the holidays over the next few weeks on some upcoming podcasts that we have scheduled out there. I'm not going to let anything out just quite yet because plans are always subject to change. You never know who might show up, who might back out. So we'll keep you guys on your toes. So you got to stay tuned to bumwinebob.com and Bumming with Bobcat on all your favorite podcast apps, devices, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere you can find Bob. Give me a follow, and we will make sure to keep you guys up to date with all the latest news as uh, things come in. So as I am recording this now, you know, when you're hearing this, it is post-Thanksgiving, but while I'm recording it, it is Thanksgiving as we speak, and it's a Thanksgiving Thursday, which is a Thursday every single year, and it is Tallboy Thursday, and it is Thunderbird Thursday. And while there has been a lot of controversy and complaints and battles over what's going on in the world of Thunderbird wine. I felt that it would be fitting this week to crack open the final can of the Thunderbird Hard Citrus Brew for Tallboy Thursday at bumwinebob.com for Thanksgiving and to celebrate with uh, a little of the American classic. Now, I got two cans of Thunderbird Hard Citrus Brew that were sent to me uh, back in 2017 from a friend of mine on Instagram who was nice enough to send me a nice little care package from the great state of Texas with the with the Hard Citrus Brew and a few other local beers that we featured as well. And I've been sitting on this last can waiting for the perfect time. It's been sitting in the fridge and you know I was like you know what it's Thanksgiving, it's Thunderbird Thursday, this can was canned on 
June 30th, 2016. And today, as we record this, is November 22nd, 2018. So, why not, you know, crack it open. It's not coming back. <laughs> if you go to tbirdbrew.com, it now takes you to the new T-Bird Wine website, which we have kind of uh, focused on a little bit, uh, giving you guys on the last podcast some of the updates from the Thunderbird Wine World, which we will go to in a little more detail here today on the podcast. But we will crack open this guy right here for a special Thanksgiving Tall Boy Thursday uh, Thanksgiving treat for everybody out there. So, so cheers. Yeah, the ill-fated forte into the uh, malt beverage world for our friends from E&J Gallo Wines. And like I said, you can go into the archives of the podcast at bumwinebob.com and you can listen to the full review that I did for the live taste test when I got it the first time. And it's really not a bad beverage. I do have to say, you know, I always have gone on and on over the years about I create a Thunderdew. What do they do? They create this hard citrus brew, which is taking my idea and molding it into a malt beverage of their own. But sadly, it was only released in a few test markets back in 2016, and by the end of 2017, they were pretty much gone from shelves, no word. Then, this past summer, word came out, the new Thunderbird wine, that would be, uh, hitting the markets, which is now, I believe, out in some test areas as we speak. And for those of you that might have missed it on the last podcast, uh, if you go to tbirdwine.com, they have their lineup of the new Thunderbird wines, which is in three different varieties. You have your Cabernet, your Red Blend, and your Chardonnay. Now, there was an article that came out a few weeks back promoting uh, what the new Thunderbird wine is doing. And if you check out their Instagram page, they are kind of doing a collaboration with local musicians similar to what PBR was doing a while back. So it's kind of getting on this hipster trend of Thunderbird wine. And I'll I'll put a link up on the website to this uh, JS Online article about the new Thunderbird wine. And the one thing that came out of it that uh, myself and a few others were kind of uh, wondering about was the price point. Now, anybody who knows the classic Thunderbird, cheap, bum wine, you know, some places here for a big 750 milliliter bottle, you know, five, six bucks for that, three dollars for uh, for a little guy, but the new Thunderbird is retailing from what they tell us at around ten dollars per bottle. So that takes us up above the classic bum wine level. Now, we aren't really 
sure what the new Thunderbird will bring taste-wise, alcohol content. That stuff hasn't been released yet. We are waiting to to hear about that. But, you know, we're not really uh, holding our breath that is going to be anything like the classic bum wine that we've all known and loved for years and years. And will this last? That's the other question. We see they tried this hard citrus brew. Went out to some test markets, I guess. Didn't do well. Then they closed up shop and and now have gone into the new wine market. So we'll see what what they have to say. We'll see what the new Thunderbird wine brings. And keep you guys posted with whatever updates we can we can get as they come in there. But like I said, it was kind of fitting to crack open this can for Tallboy Thursday Week 12, the Thunderbird Hard Citrus Brew, the final can, is now in consumption, and we will move on and wait to get our hands on the new Thunderbird wine to see how it ranks compared to the old American classic. So, we will keep you guys posted as news comes out, we hear more about it, hopefully soon. If I can get some sent my way, hopefully it'll make its way here, and I won't be sitting here waiting for months like with the new MD2020 cans that, you know, I've been saying (laughs) on the show for uh, months now that, oh yeah, they're on their way, they're on their way, they're coming, I'm still waiting, hopefully by the end of the year, maybe, fingers crossed, I'll have my hands on the new MD2020 cans. We've seen some friends of ours review them. Our friends the uh, behind the bar reviews, the bar backers, they got their hands on the cans. They did a review. I haven't watched it yet just because I am waiting to give it a try myself and I don't want to be influenced by any outside ideas about the taste of the new MD2020 varieties. I want to go into it with a clear, open mind and give it my own personal thoughts. And then after that, we can go ahead and compare and contrast notes about which flavors were good, which were bad, and really just how the whole process will kind of work out with the new MD2020 cans. So I'm sitting here, I'm waiting patiently. One of these days, hopefully, I'll get my hands on the the cans. That's what they tell me. They tell me they are on their way, but you know how things go these ways. You just have to sit back and wait in the meantime. But until then, we do have a few uh, pre-holiday treats for you guys here this week. We are going to continue the 2018 Malt Beverage Mania with the new flavored St. Ides. We talked about it last time. The St. Ives Blue, the St. Ives Green, and even a classic St. Ives 40-ounce to get that trifecta. So if you're out there curing your Thanksgiving hangover, we are going to crack open these bad boys and let you guys know what the verdict is on the new uh, flavored St. Ives. So, so go ahead, if you have some of your own, 
pick them up and crack them open or go refill your own beverage and we'll be right back to let you guys know how it turns out so hold on and cheers So we are back here on Bumming with Bobcat, and we are ready to get into the main event of the evening. This is what everybody's been looking forward to. This is what I've been looking forward to myself, so hopefully it lives up to the hype. Now, I posted out there as the special malt beverages of the week, the St. Ives Green Apple and the St. Ives uh, Blue Berry. Now, I posted it up there on Friday. I said we were doing things a little bit differently. We were going to start off with a 40 Friday of the classic St. Ides High Gravity Malt Liquor. And then over the course of the weekend, we would crack open the flavored St. Ives beverages, maybe one on Saturday and one on Sunday. But, you know, fuck it. We're going to do them both at the same time. I'm going against my usual... Uh, train of thought, which is to only limit yourself to one <laughs> flavored malt beverage at a time. But I figured it's St. Ives Saturday, at least when I'm recording this. And even if you listen to it on St. Ives Sunday, it's still great. It's still going to be a a good time. So I figure we'll crack them both open for a taste test like we usually do here on the show and give you guys the initial thoughts of the new beverages as we crack them open and give them a shot. And I did save just a little bit of my uh, my uh, swill from the bottom of my St. Ives 40 ounce to kind of use as a palate cleanser between the two beverages that we'll be uh, tasting here today. So we will, uh, you know, give it a shot and get it going and... I think we had the blue as what was going to be the first one that we were going to crack open for the Saturday feature. But let's uh, let's see. There we go. Let's crack this bad boy open. Yeah, there's the the blueberry flavor and the smell. Let's give it a a sip here, guys. If you have your own at home, uh, crack it open and enjoy. So let's give it a shot. Yeah, it's your, your standard blue raspberry fare. I mean, these days with flavored uh, malt beverages, there's really not much to compare between them anymore. I mean, there's so many. We have the Natty Rushes, the Steel Reserve, and now the St. Ives Blue. I don't believe there's still a Four loco blue raspberry out there anymore, but I could be wrong. Uh, let me know. 
but the St. Ides blue, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, these these bad boys are coming in at 14% alcohol by volume, and there's really not much known about them yet. Uh, I mean, they first came on the scene a few months back, our good friends from 40OunceMaltLiquor.com and the 40 Ounce crew on Facebook posted some pictures saying that uh, these were coming. There's nothing out there, no fanfare. You can search online. You really don't hear anything about these new uh, St. Ives flavored malt beverages. They have the classic St. Ives special brew, which I've never had, which are a, a take on the classic malt liquor and kind of adding some flavors to it. But this was the first jump for the St. Ives crew of going into the flavored malt beverage market. Now, I mean, it's nothing great. It's not It's not terrible. It's nothing I'm going to jump out of my seat and start singing the praises about. Because, I mean, it's, it's your standard blue raspberry <laughs> flavored malt beverage. I mean, if you've had one, you've had them all. I mean, from what I remember from <clears throat> all the beverages that we have covered uh, in 2018, this one is pretty much similar to all of the others. So, if you want to pick one up, crack it open, give it a shot, give it a try. I mean, uh, I'm sorry guys, I would love to give you a, a little more about it, but it's blue. It's blueberry. <laughs> it's, uh... I'm not, I haven't poured it out to see what it looks like. I don't have a uh, glass in front of me here, but from what I can tell, it's got your nice uh, light blue color to it like we're used to. But it's easy to drink. I, I will give it credit where credit is due. It is easy to drink. It does go down smooth. does not have that lingering... Um, you know, kind of malt beverage, kind of agita, I guess you could say that some of them will give you when you have that first sip and it kind of gives you that burn on the way down. But the St. Ives Blue does go down fairly smooth. Not a, not bad. I mean, if you're somebody that's into the Four Locos, the, the Natty Rushes, the Steel Reserve Alloy Series of the World, <coughs> then the new... Uh, St. Ives Blueberry would probably be right up your, your alley. So we'll give it one final sip before we, <coughs> oh, excuse me, move on to the next one here. Yeah, yeah, you know, not bad, not bad. I mean, uh, I've had, I've had better, and I have had worse, so, <laughs> so we can, we can give it credit for that. So we'll, Give a little uh, palate cleanser in between here with some of the leftover uh, St. Ives 40 ounce in between. You know, the classic St. Ives, 8.2% alcohol by volume, high gravity malt liquor, brewed with natural ingredients by the St. Ives Brewing Company also known as the uh, the Pabst Brewing Company, which, uh, stay tuned, we're going to get into a little of the controversy in the brewing world uh, 
just after we finish these, so make sure you stick around for that. So, okay, all right, so there we go. We're going to wash that down and move on to the St. Ides Green Apple. Now, I'll be, I'll be honest, uh, I don't know, Green Apple does not always turn out real well. So let's see how this one fares. I haven't had a Green Apple malt beverage in a while. I remember the Four loco. A sour apple. We did feature at bumwinebob.com a while back after that first came out. But really, other than that, I don't think the green apple variety is is really a hot seller. <clears throat> but maybe the St. Ides is on to something. So let's crack open this bad boy here. Okay. There, there you have your standard green apple smell. All right. If you have yours at home, uh, crack it open. Let's give it a shot. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, just like the blueberry, it has a nice smooth taste and smooth flavor to go with it. It's not too overpowering. With the apple. Let's see. <clears throat> yeah, it's not. I'm actually pleasantly surprised with this one. You know, like I just said before, I was going into it, you know, questioning the green apple flavor, but it's really not that bad. I think I might rank this one higher than the 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 blue, surprisingly. I don't know if it's just because of it being a a different flavor, and like we said, that there's so many blueberry, blue raspberry flavors that are out there in the malt beverage world these days. You don't see too many, <coughs> excuse me, uh, green apples <coughs> that are out there in the market, so it's a little different. Uh, not not bad at all. I mean. Both of these malt beverages are are really drinkable. I'll give them credit for that. I know the malt liquor enthusiasts that are out there might come across this, give them a try, and might have a few sips and want to pour them out. But you have to know what you're getting into when you crack open one of these cans. And... I've said it many times. I sound like a broken record. People out there are probably like, oh, man, here he goes. He's going to go on the the whole malt beverage uh, spiel again. But it's true. It's true. Malt beverages get a lot of bad raps out there. And from people in the, the bum wine connoisseurs like myself and the other malt liquor enthusiasts out there, it's kind of like a melding of both worlds with a malt beverage compared to your classic bum wines and your classic malt liquors. <clears throat> you take one of each, one from one side, one from the other, put them together, and you try to come across with this flavored malt beverage. Does it always work out? No, no, not at all. There's been a lot of crappy ones out there that we've had and we've tried in the past. 
and it doesn't always turn out to be the winning combination that everybody hopes for. And then that's going to happen with all sorts of beverages out there. Everybody has their own taste. I know there's some people out there that that live and die by Four Locos. You know, they like the Steel Reserve Alloy series. I haven't really seen many people that have been huge fans of the Natty Rush line of beverages just quite yet, but they're still fairly new. There are still a few new ones that are hitting the market that could be better, could be worse. And sometimes, you know, they say, oh, you know, it's too syrupy, it's got too much extra crap in there. But with, with I'll give the St. Ives beverages credit where it's saying, okay, it's not too overpowering with the flavor. It doesn't have that extra malt um, fake flavor, I guess you could say, to it. But it's not bad. You know, 14% alcohol by volume, 24-ounce can. You, you pound down one of these bad boys, or in today's case, two of these, you're going to be sitting sitting pretty by the end of your evening. And, you know, who knows what kind of trouble you might get yourself into after consuming one of these things, or two of them. Um, but as of right now, all they have is the blue and the green on the market, at least from what I've seen or heard about because there's really not much uh, literature out there yet on these beverages. So once we find out more, we will bring them to you there. But I figured this would be a great way to end your uh, Thanksgiving weekend as we get set to embark on the holiday season. You know, the St. Ides uh, triple feature, pretty much, starting it out with the classic malt liquor for 40 Friday that we cracked open and now here for St. Ives Saturday the St. Ives Blue and the St. Ives Green it would have been Saturday and Sunday but I said fuck it let's just do them all <coughs> at once get them out of the way and move on but either way it's it's a great uh, a great way to enjoy some quote unquote fine uh, beverages so if you see them in your travels Pick them up, you know, for your standard malt beverage uh, price. I mean, you can spend it on a lot worse out there. I'd probably rank these higher than a Four loco with the the taste and the flavor now. You know, there are some Four Locos that are better than others. So even with the St. Ides, this can be a, <clears throat> a new winner in the malt beverage world. But like we said, we don't know what their plans are with these yet. These are the first two out there. They're only available in some uh, limited areas at this point. So, you know, you know, pick them up and, and give them a shot if you can come across it in your travels. But like we were saying, as we were, you know, going through here, you know, crack it open to St. Eyes, you know, saying, okay, they are... Uh, Brewed by the St. Ives Brewing Company, which is technically just a a part of the Pabst Brewing Company. Now, over the last couple weeks, there's been a lot of controversy, a lot of people getting worried <laughs> after word came out that 
Paps is saying that Miller Coors is trying to put it out of business. That they are the two companies are going to trial over a long-standing partnership that they had where Miller Coors was brewing Paps beers. Now, the current agreement they have in place is set to expire in 2020. So people out there are freaking out that Paps is going away, which then means, you know, St. Ives, Colt 45. Uh, there are a bunch of others as well <clears throat> that are brewed by Paps. Well, under the Paps, the brewing uh, conglomerate, that they think people are freaking out saying it's going to go bye-bye. I'm going to go out there right now and say I highly doubt that's going to happen. I do, do not foresee that in 2020 when this agreement is is up that Paps is going to be gone. I don't think so. Uh, they are currently working to find a solution. Paps wants to extend the agreement, but Miller Coors says they, they can't do it there. I'm pretty sure somebody will step in and pick up the brewing needs of Pabst um, and keep the brand going. I mean, something like that. I mean, if it's not Miller Coors, it could be Anheuser-Busch. It could be another third party that swoops in to to keep them alive out there. But we'll see. It's been the, uh, the trending news of the past few weeks, so I figured we should give it a little bit of a spotlight here on Bummy with Bobcat. Just to let everybody know, you know, <clears throat> don't be scared. We have until 2020 at the uh, at the earliest if they don't come to some sort of an extension before a uh, definite, you know, agreement to keep things going. So, so sit back, relax. There's no need at this point to start stocking up on 30 packs of, of PBR and cases of 40 ounces of Colt 45 and St. Ides. Uh, I've, I feel pretty confident myself that there will be an agreement made uh, by 2022, either extend it through Miller Coors and keep brewing it through them, or, like I said, somebody else swoops in to to take over the the brewing needs of uh, of Paps Brewing. So so stay tuned. We'll keep you guys posted. You know that, that Bumwine Bob is always at the front lines of all the hard-hitting news in the uh, the beverage world. If it's not PBR, it's the MD2020 cans that I'm still waiting for. It's the new Thunderbird wine. It's really the, the best of the worst in cheap booze, as we say every single time here on the show. And especially as we are wrapping up this week's show and start to embark on the holiday season. I've said it before, uh, I'm just going to reiterate it one last time before we wrap things up this week, that we do have some great guests scheduled to come your way for some holiday podcasts during the month of December uh, to bring along some of their own holiday tips for drinking and having a good time. And also, we will have the annual Very Bum Wine Christmas Special coming your way on Christmas Eve. And if you want to be a part 
of that episode and you want to send along some holiday greetings to friends and family of the show, some followers, or to uh, tell the world about your own holiday drinking tips, uh, hit me up, send me a message at BumwineBob on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere. Go to the website. Uh, let me know and we will set up a time to <clears throat> to have a chat. Or if you just want to write the, the post for the blog, feel free to send that over as well. And we are going to keep the, the holiday fun going here on the show. St. Ives Malt Beverages for this week. We'll have some other goodies on tap for you guys in the coming weeks as well. We're going to keep going through the rest of the NFL season with our Tall Boy Thursday features. Only a few more weeks to go. I mean, it's crazy. It's the end of November already. You know, we just are about to wrap up week 12, week 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So we got 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. We got five more weeks. Uh, beverages to bring your way for Tall Boy Thursday. So stay tuned to that. We have some good ones on tap and a few others that might sneak in. You never know what you might have here at bumwinebob.com. So so make sure to tell your friends to <clears throat> check us out. Give us a follow on all forms of social media. Pick up a can of St. Ives Green or St. Ives Blue the double feature malt beverages of the week and until next time cheers empty spaces what are we living for abandoned places i guess we know the score on and on does anybody know what we are looking for another hero Another mindless crime Behind the curtain In the pantomime Hold the line Does anybody want to take it anymore?